Are you going to do the no, intro? Oh, are you not going to do it? I don't know. Do you I, want me you to? Want, go for it. Welcome. <laughs> Can I do the intro? Am I going to do you, the bud. intro? <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. A behind the scenes, unfiltered, no holds barred look at the reality. <laughs> no, okay. you do it. You did it, lose man. it. This is like three shots at it. I guess, I guess third time is not a charm. Oh boy. Jay, start the timer. Welcome to the podcast, the behind the scenes, unfiltered, no holds barred look at the realities of the location independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav. I guess I'm the only one who could do the intro. We tried, Jay. We tried. Oh, man. I can, do, can it. do it. It's just that I need another cup of coffee. I'm Jason and I drink way too much coffee. Or do you need less coffee? Maybe you're too <sighs> excited. That's, that's why we have something called the too much coffee. Maybe you're Wait, too, what? Two podcasters talking over each other? No, that I never think you're happens. Too excited. I think you've had too much coffee. <laughs> that's probably true. I mean, there's a reason why we have a technique called the too much coffee technique, but that's another story for another time. Trav, what are we digging into today? So, what we want to talk about today is the three buckets or the three types of people that we see trying to go location independent. Okay, and they're gonna and, and we're gonna give you then the one the way that we think is the best way to go about it. Uh, interestingly enough, the way that we think is the best way to go about it is not the way that I went about it when I started my location independent journey. And so when we talk about location independence, we're talking about building towards, as some of you guys who have listened to our podcast for a little bit now, this triangle of freedom. And location independence is just this catch-all term that we're using right now to basically signify going after location independence, time independence, and financial independence, what we call the triangle of freedom, right? And if you have all three of those, time, financial, and... Uh, uh, oh, location. <laughs> For a second, I blanked. They're like, oh no, it's the third. Um, we believe that that's going to be the ultimate lifestyle that, that you want. Like if you have those three things, then you can meld into meld them into the ultimate lifestyle that you want. And so when I first started out, and Jay, when you first started out, we've talked about this a few times on some other podcasts. The thing that we were going after and the reason that we named stuff Location Indie and, and we started talking about location independence was because that really was our primary goal at that point. So I was not really looking to be financially independent. I wanted to make enough just to get by at that point. I didn't really think about the fact that I wanted time independence. It really was in my head, let me travel and live wherever I want to live and work from there. That was my ultimate goal to start. Was that the case with you as well? Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah baby. You know so, it. Come on. We're two travel podcasters from Philadelphia. Of course, that was the we wanted to just get out and be on the road, yeah. man. Yeah, and so I think that for a lot of you listening, I you know we'd love to hear from you. Let us know. But when you're first starting out, if you're first starting out, what are you prioritizing highest? Right, travel or excuse me, location freedom, time freedom, or financial freedom. Now we talked about in a, a podcast a few podcasts ago that that has changed for us. Right, our priorities have changed a little bit. 
But when we first started out, this desire was to go location independent. And so when we talk about people who want to go location independent, we are really talking about there being three ways. And the first method, Jay, is this save and splurge method. And so when we talk save and splurge, that's pretty self-explanatory. And you actually did this exact lifestyle for a long, long time. Oh, yeah. Yes. Just uh, I worked these contract jobs and I would just save up money. I, I don't know if splurge is the right word, Trav, maybe an occasional splurge. I was still an independent budget traveler. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you would, the, the, the idea of saving up a bunch of money and then taking time off to uh, just go enjoy yourself, go travel, go do uh, whatever it is, take six months off and write a book in a cabin. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's a million things you could do when you you know you save up money and you budget it out properly so rather than you know figuring out how to keep earning money while i was traveling what i would do is just save up a bunch of money go traveling and just spend that money so that's what you're talking about saving up money and then quote unquote splurging to um have the lifestyle that you want without having to work and answer emails and different things while right. you're doing it. And when it. we say splurge, we don't necessarily mean that you have to go and you have to spend crazy amounts of money on traveling, but it's this idea that you are then going off and not working. And, uh, and so that is the save and splurge technique. You did that. That's how you kind of got a taste of what location independence would look like, right? For you. Yeah, but then I always had to come back right, and work. Right, right. So there's that the big the, downside. The thing. I couldn't just right? keep going. There's a big downside. Obviously, the positives. Yeah. What? What? By the way, what do you splurge on? What do you splurge on outside of uh, you know, travel? What's something Travis Sherry splurges on? Um. Yeah. Good question. My wife. Manny Petties. My wife Manny would Petties? say that I I don't splurge on much, right? And therefore, like when she does, um, I, she has nothing to hold against me. Like, well, you spent X on this, but here's one thing I've said recently. Um, I what I'll spend money on now is having something that's super convenient, and by that I mean usually somewhere that I want to live. So, for example, the house that we have that I'm in right now is a beachfront house. Now, I didn't imagine we'd be able to have a beachfront house. A lot of work went into finding this house, and it was a very good deal, but we probably would not have moved to North Carolina had the house been one street over, and we had to actually walk to the beach. And so, uh, you know, I've recently been kind of thinking about what does my life look like going forward? What's something else I would love to do? You know, I'm not a great skier, but Jay, you know, we like to get out and ski and, I, and and we've always said, you and I, like it would be awesome to be able to have ski seasons, like to live somewhere for three, four months and and just be able to get out and ski during the day whenever it's nice and come back and do work and have that be like a normal life routine. And uh, so I've just been thinking about it. Ask my good buddy, hey, where would you, if you could have a ski and ski out anywhere in the world, and I'll ask you this, Jay, because you've skied a decent amount of places, where would it be? And so think on that. I asked him that, and he started giving me all these, he skied all over the world, he's giving me some stuff, so I start looking up real estate, of course, Jay. And they're like, him and my other buddy on the text, they're like, well, dude, come on, like, why would you spend on a ski and ski out? Just get like a two-bedroom condo that's like by the shuttle and take it to the mountain. And I said, No. No, I, I don't want to get on any type of vehicle to get to the mountain. I want this convenience. You won't, com you won't compromise. This is another podcast uh, topic that we can, we can talk about another time, not compromising. Yeah. 
terms of your values and how you set things up. But anyway, so anyway, it's getting off topic for me now. Is like if I'm gonna do it, and I'm not saying I yeah. will get a ski and ski out, or I would never get a condo or whatever. But in my head, I was just like, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it all the way and have it be exactly what I have in my head versus going halfway for that. Right now, 99% of things in my life, I don't care about spending money on, but that's one thing. So anyway, save and splurge technique. First way, Jay mentioned it. The big con to this is you, you usually come back and go to a job then, right? Like you've saved up money. You've gotten to travel. The pro to that is it's like instant gratification. Basically, you've went and traveled. Um, there's also a light at the end of the tunnel when you have been working. So you're like, you're getting, you might even know, Hey, in six months, this contract's up. So then I'm going to go traveling. So while you're working, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Those are the pros. The big con is now you have to go back and get a job and it's kind of this rinse and repeat. I mean, well, the other pros are in that case, you get to do exactly what you want to do, right? It's like, if you're dreaming about traveling the world and you, you save up money and you never, quit and, and splurge, I guess, you might you know end up in this loop where, all right, well, maybe I should get my business set up first. Maybe I should kind of get things a certain way. Okay. Oh, now I met somebody. Oh, okay. Now I'm married. All right. Well, I'll do it later. And then this is what happens to a lot of people, right? And then you have kids and then it's like, you know, 20 years went by and you never took the trip, right? So it's not just a monetary thing. It's also, you know, where does that, where do these sort of uh, buckets that we're breaking out sit with within your core values and the things you want to do, right? Like we could say pros and cons all day, but I think taking a heavy look at the pros more than the cons sometimes, depending on how you want your life. We always say lifestyle first, right? So how does it fit in with, with the lifestyle yeah. that you the want? Second, the second way to go location independent is this fly by the seat of your pants technique. These are obviously... Very formal names that we have given them, the save and splurge and the fly by the seat of your pants technique. Fly by the seat of your pants technique is simply saying, hey, I want to build a business. I want to be location independent. I'm in a job or, or a situation that I don't want to be in. I'm I'm doing it as quickly as possible. You know, now the the ultimate would be like the movie Office Space where the guy's sitting in the cubicle, you know, he kicks down the cubicle, walks out of the building and says, I'm out. But essentially, that's the fly by the seat of your pants technique. You're saying, hey, I haven't built a business yet. I haven't built up a side hustle, really. My, this is not making it like I'm not making a sustainable income from the thing that I'm doing on the side. I don't care. Or haven't started going, it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, right. Yeah. Or haven't started it. I don't care. I am going to go and do this. Yep. And, and that's just it. Like I'm going right now and I'm doing it. The pros to this, obviously, Jay, instant gratification by taking the leap, um, leaving your job, leaving your situation right away, walking out the door and basically being like, I'm doing this. The big cons for this are the fact that it's very, very, very difficult to start a business. And it's very, 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 very difficult to start a business while also trying to travel. Like you're balancing two big life things, right? And it's a if, very, if very, 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 very difficult. Right. Yeah, to do it if you're traveling, especially if you're traveling fast. Yeah. Right? Right. This also, and then I'll have you chime in here with this, leads to a lot of people then taking the first job or first few jobs that come about because they need money. And I'm not saying taking certain jobs for money is necessarily a bad thing, but if you're trying to set yourself up to be sustainably location independent, 
and you're traveling and trying to build a business and it's not working and someone offers you a gig doing something you don't really want to do, but it pays you and you take it, you know, you're treading water a lot of times and you're not ultimately getting to a point where you're building something that allows you to be sustainable. So, you know, it, that's kind of the cons to this fly by the seat of your pants technique. I, this was the technique I took to, to a degree. I was kind of like half between this and the, and the, and the third one, but that's, we see this happen with, with a decent amount of people. Um, again, you get to make your decision of what works best for you based on the lifestyle you want. But I've heard a lot of people come back who have then built successful businesses after doing the fly by the seat of your pants technique and saying, well, if I were to do it again, I would do it a different way. And that's what we're going to talk about as the third technique. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it work and not work, right? Depends on where you are, what your skills are, how they match up with what you started and everything like that. I can say for this technique number two, the fly by the seat of your pants, for some people, this works really well if you have this personality type where you're like, hey, my back needs to be up against the wall. It doesn't mean you're guaranteed success or anything, but some people kind of thrive under those conditions, right? They're like, oh my gosh, I have no choice but to make this work. You know, I'm going to just go crazy and work till my eyeballs fall out of my head onto my laptop keyboard in a, in a bloody mess in order to make this thing work, you know? And uh, like you said, I mean, that can be very difficult if you're traveling, sort of regular traveling. If you're slow traveling and setting up in different places for extended period of time, ex extended periods of time, of course, um, it can work. I mean, anything can work, right? I mean, it's just that, you know, depending on how much you have saved and where you're at in terms of your skill set, you you can often be sort of in that back against the wall mode and sometimes it's harder to make better decisions when you're in that mode right like if you if you really like if you need if you're in a situation where you really need to bring income in and you're like oh my god i have to make this work if you have like a ton of money saved and a ton of time then you're probably falling into bucket 1 which is the save and splurge technique and you're kind of casually starting things while starting something while you're doing it. So, yeah, and I you think, know, some of these things, they, they kind of intersect a bit. Yeah, and I think know? the one thing that I want people to realize too is that we want you to enjoy the journey, not just getting to the quote-unquote end destination. Because I will say, if the end destination is the triangle of freedom, well, Jay, you and I could say that um, we've gotten to the triangle freedom, you know, now there's always like levels to get better. We need more, like I want more financial, um, independence and things like that. But if that's the end goal, this idea of triangle freedom, like we certainly want you, want you to enjoy the journey there. And if your eyeballs are falling out of your head, you know, at your laptop, not saying you can't work hard at times. Right. But it's like, if that's your goal and then you just do that for a year or two, it's like, man, that's, like that's a long time to commit to doing that if you know even it, and that's if you knew you were still going to come out on the other end okay right that, that you know there was a guarantee maybe you could do yeah, it yeah so. but like some people that reality is going to be better than their current reality because they hate their job sure. so much yep. you know they would rather do that than than the other so i mean you know, yeah, there's a lot just, of different. I, uh, just you got to yeah. think of how you work best, and I'm going to just give you two examples of of people who then have now made it. Like I would say, they are now well, they are location independent, 
Um, and they started with a fly by the sea, their pants technique, and then they kind of morphed into this third technique. So our, our buddy Jamie Atkinson, right, left his job, spent a year traveling the world trying to figure it out, right? He did it very quickly. He got the Paradise Pack. He's like, all right, I'm going to make this happen. Had some savings, ended up with $600 in his pocket, tried to be a freelance writer, tried to run a Pinterest marketing agency. Like he's trying things out and there's nothing wrong with trying stuff out. But none of those were the things that then ended up being the thing that now defines him and the business that actually made it sustainable. Uh, which is b- helping people start and run and monetize podcasts, right? And so our other buddy, Rob Sanchez, shout out to Rob. I know he's a, a listener, bought a van, hit the road indefinitely with his with his wife, right? And so like, all right, we're going to do van life. And within a month, you know, they had so many problems with the van. They knew that this wasn't really going to work out, that they didn't love this, but they persevered for 11 months because they didn't have a plan B, right? So like, no, we're going to make this work. We're going to work from van life, this and that. 11 months later, they end up in St. Pete, Florida. Now they've settled in there to your point of slow travel versus kind of fast travel, right? They decided to settle in and were able to build businesses that then worked. And Rob literally said to me, if I'd come up with a plan B before we left, we would have been much happier because we had savings, right? And so if, if we had come up with this plan B of like, hey, we're going to give it a month or two. And if it doesn't work, we're going to stop trying to make it work. And we're going to go into the save and splurge technique and just enjoy the traveling in a van for what it is. Um, then, you know, if we had gone in knowing that we would have been able to kind of pull the ripcord and say, yeah, we're going to we're going to cut this off. And we're going to just, you know, go and enjoy the traveling. So just think of it as you're going, like, give yourself a second plan. If this doesn't work how I think it's going to work, what's my backup? Um, And one of the ways to have a backup, and and this is kind of the, the method that we are teaching people now that we see work really well, is this plan and implement technique. This is the third technique. And we call it the sustainable success maker. And essentially what this is, is building a side hustle while you are still working at your regular job. And the reason that we recommend doing this is that while you're working at your regular job, Jay, then there's this light at the end of the tunnel too, right? If you're working towards something, you say, here's my leap date. In a year, I'm going to quit and go full-time with my side hustle. You might not loathe the job as much if that's, if that's your mindset, there's a light there. You can also be systematic and thoughtful about the lifestyle you actually want to create versus being reactive to, I got to take this job because I got to get money in. Because you're, you don't have that financial stress on yourself right out of the gates because you still have your regular job. And, and kind of the, the hidden benefit might also be you can learn skills while someone's paying you to do it. So if there's something you want to learn and you're in your regular job and they'll pay for you to learn this or take a course or someone will mentor you, great. Take every advantage you have to do that learning while you're in your regular job, a skill that might then help you transition and build your side hustle out even more. Boy, you're also building the safety net. Like, you know, the bucket two is like you're leaping and you don't know if there's a net there to catch you or not. Bucket three, it, you know, you start a side hustle and you're growing it. You're learning business skills. You're you're getting better at it. You're adjusting your mindset from employee to entrepreneur. Um, you know, you're you're building the runway, right? And then you can take off. And, and it's a a much gentler way to go in many ways. Uh, getting accustomed to like sort of the new reality without completely diving in. 
it's uh it's kind of like walking into the water and getting you know your feet wet first and then you kind of like walk up to your knees and then it's a little you know then you're kind of next thing you know you're kind of used to it and you're like all right let me get like half my body and although sometimes it's nice to just jump in maybe that's not a good analogy but um well i think i think there is a point you want to jump in right but you want to think about that like you want to say i'm jumping in when i get up to my waist right right because now i'm 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 committed and i know chris is going to buzz us out Chris, we're going to go just a couple minutes over here. But, I, you know, and and so that does bring me into this last point is there is like a fourth bucket. What? And you definitely don't want to fall in this fourth bucket. I know. It's like the uh, M. Night Shyamalan surprise endings. <laughs> Actually, maybe we say Christopher Nolan. His are maybe a little, he's maybe a little more revered at this point. Um, but is this plan and never do it? So there is people who say, all right, I'm going to be in that third bucket. I'm going to be a sustainable success maker. I'm going to plan and implement. But they plan, they plan, they plan, they plan, they plan. And their runway, Jay, is too long, right? It's like, well, in seven years, I'm going to leave my job. And, uh, you know, it's like, okay, well, what are you going to start doing now that's going to help you get there in seven years? Unless you can really convince us that it's going to take you seven years, that's too long of a runway. In fact, most of the people who come through our Lifestyle Launch Academy, they do this exact thing over a bunch of weeks of coaching and over our course. And we see the average runway that people need and that they're taking is about a year and a half right? Or people are saying, all right, I want to have these financial goals in place. I want to have these life goals in place by the time I transition out of my regular job. And we see that it falls usually for most people between a year and two years with an average of about a year and a half. Um, because that is a good time frame to really get momentum, really get going, really start making money. But it's short enough that you actually do have that date coming up to hold your feet to the fire, right? It's kind of best of both worlds. Because you are giving your back against the wall to a bit of a degree versus the seven-year person where it's like, well, your back's not against the wall at all because seven years is so far, you don't even have to worry. Yeah, I mean, uh, just to kind of recap, we have the save and splurge technique, we have the fly by the seat of your pants, and then we have the plan and implement sustainable success maker in terms of business. Um, There's a lot of intersection here. As you heard, Travis and I collectively have done all three of these uh, in some way, shape, or form. So... No right or wrong answer. It's what's right for you, right? But I, we do believe, I think, bucket three is what we help people do if you are looking to have more of a sustainable type of thing and transition from a nine to five um, into a, a life where you can have more freedom and and still you know run a business that's going to be successful. The side hustle and kind of creating, you know, building your net, building your runway, the, the slow walk into the water uh, is what we can help uh, people do. And it's a great way to kind of intentionally set yourself up for like the lifestyle you want uh, and the business you're going to want to have, frankly, because you're going to be spending a lot of time on it, right? Ultimately. So yeah, we just wanted to break that down for you today. Trav, any final thoughts? Yeah, I think the word you used that was most appropriate was that it's a gentler experience, right? I did the fly by the seat of my pants technique to a degree and it was a rocky road. And that's not to say that entrepreneurship is going gent- gentle means easy, but it, there are ways to do it that it's more enjoyable and you are enjoying the journey there more and planning and implementing is one way to make that journey more enjoyable because it is gentler and it is more based around what you want to build because you have time and you have space to build it and think about it. And you can be proactive versus reactive. 
I'm glad that you brought that up because I will add one other thing, and that's this idea of enjoying the process. That's all we have. We only have like our the day, today, right? We don't know what the future is going to bring. We try to plan for the long term and things like that, but we don't know. We could, we could drop over dead tomorrow or today, right? Or tonight in our sleep. Really, Sheesh, I don't want to sound dramatic right, settle about down, it. Settle down. Hey, man, listen, that's just truth. So like, well, it is true. It is you, you got to enjoy the process, right? Like that's the, the process is the, the daily life. And I mean, so wherever you fall, just fall in a place where it's, you're going to be like, Hey, you know, I'm up for this. I'm just going to enjoy the experience of this path. Right. And then just get on it. That's all we want. We want to help people get on it. If there's a path they want to get on. And that's, that's the most important thing. You don't want to be the one that like, feels that internal soul calling of like, hey, I want to be on a different path. I want to make more of an impact. I want to do this, that, or the other, and, and then not do anything. And then it's like another year goes by, and then you tell yourself the same thing, and then another year goes by, and, and you just aren't making any changes because that's that's just tragic. So um, get on the path in some way, shape, or form, and a path that you're going to enjoy the experience and the yep. process of. Sorry, off my soapbox. Thank now. you guys for listening. We'll be back again <laughs> soon with another episode. And uh, we'll chat with you soon. All right, take care.